When we try to create our goals in a vacuum or set goals about outcomes we can't control, that's when SMART goals can be dumb. Welcome to The Incremental Upgrade, a podcast about little ways to change your life. I'm Jen Gray, and this season is about personal and professional pivots through the lens of human design. Whether you're creating something new or releasing something that no longer serves you, I'm here with practical inspiration and clarity questions to help you step into the possibilities in your own uniquely aligned and authentic way. Learn more about ways we can work together and get your first session free at jennggray.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Incremental Upgrade podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gray, and I'm excited to be back. It's been a while, and so much has happened since the last time we talked, and since today, the day I'm recording this, is New Year's Eve, I've been thinking year-in-review style about highlights and goals, and when they align with each other, and also when they don't. So as a quick life update related to today's episode, the last time we talked, I'd just quit my teaching job, which was a major highlight for me this year. I then spent two lovely weeks in Maryland with my extended family and started working at a beautiful co-working space for women when I got back. That gave me the right environment and headspace to launch an Etsy shop for human design notion templates, which I really enjoyed. And I also started tutoring more instead of teaching and also consulting with solopreneurs and small businesses about human design, which has been an absolute blast. From there, I manifested an amazing friendship, celebrated my daughter's 11th birthday, hosted my second annual Christmas party, and then most recently had my most content Christmas so far. And it really got me thinking about how some of our happiest highlights can be either the satisfaction that comes from achieving a goal or something that's totally joyful and or unexpected that has nothing to do with our goals list. So I'm wondering how you're feeling about goal setting this New Year's. And the reason I ask is that a close friend and I who have done goal setting parties together on New Year's the past several years didn't want to do it this year. Another friend who is also the most inspiring person I know said that she felt like a quote sack of potatoes around goal setting this year and just isn't feeling it. And I also wasn't really feeling it for most of the week after Christmas. Visualization and thinking about the future is generally something that I actually enjoy. But this past week, I just wanted to savor the slowdown and be in the present. What ultimately got me back in the goal setting mood this year was an annual review session for a course I'm taking right now. And I've seen this same suggestion from other influencers I follow saying to set goals for the year and then designate projects or themes for each specific quarter, which does not resonate with me at all anymore because I've learned that I have no idea what is going to be going on in June or October. And that's actually a beautiful thing. It's great to hold space for amazing and unexpected things that come up when we're available to respond to what life brings us. And I think if we've tried to map out the entire year quarter by quarter, I think we miss out on those opportunities to respond. All that said, I do really like goal setting. 
Human design-wise, I'm a manifesting generator with an open head and ajna, so with no goals, I'm a total leaf in the wind, which I find a little unsettling. But one of the things I learned this year is that following someone else's five-step plan almost never works for me. So this year, I decided to make up my own process, and one of my key takeaways in so doing is that sometimes smart goals are dumb. I was talking to a good friend who shared this insight, and in looking at my own goals from 2023, I realized it's very much true. So in looking at the goals that I set this time last year and what I achieved versus what I did not and why, I noticed a couple patterns that either I didn't make it a priority or it was a dumb SMART goal. Now, in case you're not familiar with the SMART goal acronym, it stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound which is at least better than having a super vague goal, like I want to make more money or I want to lose weight or something like that where we really have no idea when we've actually been successful. So I thought I would share a couple examples of SMART goals and which ones I decided were dumb from my own goal list this year. So in the physical health department, one of the SMART goals that I ultimately decided was dumb was that at the beginning of the year, I said that I wanted to be 130 pounds or less all year long. And the reality was that I bounced around between 132 and 135 all year. And also, who cares? Because the reality is that I'm very physically active. I work out five times a week. I walk almost every day. I eat exceptionally healthfully, and I feel great in my body. So using a number as a barometer of my health is really just not an accurate representation of what I was ultimately trying to accomplish, which was to live a healthy life this year. It has apparently taken me about 12 years to learn this lesson since I started my fitness journey in January of 2011. And I started that with P90X, which in some ways was a SMART goal, but in other ways was a dumb SMART goal. So it was a SMART goal in that it gave me a framework to commit to for a short period of time where I just had to show up and say, I am going to do this workout for these 90 days and I'm going to see what happens. And that was very successful for me. Where it was dumb was that I also said at the time that I wanted to lose five pounds doing the program. And the reality was that because it's a lot of weightlifting, I actually gained five pounds. So by that definition, that experience was a failure. But thank goodness they have you take before and after pictures because in seeing those pictures, I was shocked at the difference. And I was also shocked at how much better I felt how much more energetic I felt, how much more confident I felt. And that's what I ultimately wanted. So once again, using weight as a barometer was making me feel like a failure when actually that experience was a huge success. The smarter smart goal I set physical health wise this year was to earn all 12 of my Apple Watch monthly challenges. And that worked out great because it gave me that sense of satisfaction and ultimately just got me showing up for those workouts and kept me moving, which was really what I was going for in that goal in the first place. 
financially, a goal I set that ended up being a dumb smart goal was to increase my income by a certain percentage that ultimately was pretty unrealistic and also didn't account for the fact that I ended up quitting my teaching job this year and starting a new business, which was absolutely the right thing to do. But if I look at the numbers alone, again, like the weight, it makes me feel like I'm a failure if I only consider the dollar amount when really there was so much more growth that was available to me in that experience that I can recognize when I look at it a different way. What I think was a smarter, smart goal for me this past year was to max out my Roth IRA. And the difference of those things is that one was really trying to force control of an outcome that was very dependent on both season of life and also on other people's decisions, whereas the other was designating a financial priority and deciding how I was going to use certain resources that were available to me. In the career department this year, one of my North Star goals that ended up being a relatively smart, smart goal was to create an aligned offer to go with my new business, which was not only a necessity, but also something where I didn't give myself a specific on what exactly that had to look like. I just knew that it was something that was going to be important and that it was allowed to pivot and evolve as the business grows and changes. But without that offer, the business wouldn't exist. So making that commitment was a smart, smart goal. However, what was not a smart, smart goal was trying to force an outcome on that offer to book a certain number of sessions. And I think that is a dumb smart goal because, again, it's trying to control other people's decisions. And while it's great to have an idea what you would like to happen, there are certain things that we ultimately just don't have control over. And it's not worth making ourselves feel like a failure when they don't transpire the way that we would have expected. Another dumb smart goal I set at the beginning of this year was to record a weekly episode of this podcast, which was not necessarily a dumb idea to start with, but it ended up being dumb in implementation for a different reason that I'll discuss in a second, which brings me to my list of five reasons of when I think smart goals are dumb. Number one, when they are dependent on other people's decisions or outcomes we can't control. So signing X number of clients, for example, I was talking to a friend about this and we decided, well, what if instead we did an experiment where we reached out to a new person every day for 90 days? What do you think would happen? I think it's safe to say that more clients is a likely outcome of that approach, but also it's not one that I'm going to try to force into my goal setting. And I might modify it a little bit to say instead that I intend to reach out to 100 new people over the course of this year, because anytime I'm committing to doing something every day, that just feels like too much. And also, I don't want to do it on weekends. But the point is that there is a big difference between inputs we can control, which is smart, and outcomes we cannot. And when we try to do that, that's when our SMART goals can get a little dumb. Another example of this as a dumb SMART goal is saying that we want to weigh a certain number of pounds when at the end of the day, we can control the workouts we do, we can control what we are eating, but we cannot ultimately control the number on the scale. 
there's nothing wrong with having an idea what we want, but those numbers are ultimately not a barometer of our value or success. The second time SMART goals can get dumb is when we try to create them in a vacuum. There is a value in clarity, but not when it's created in total isolation, especially for the 70% of us who are generator energy types, where creating things in a vacuum just does not bring the desired result. So if we sit down out of the blue and decide, well, it's time to set goals now because it's this certain day on the calendar, or I see people do this with content creation, where, okay, I have to sit down and decide what content I'm going to create. That ends up being a very frustrating experience for us because we are designed to respond to what's going on around us and to respond to things we want. So strategically speaking in human design, we are much more effective when we have something to respond to. So maybe it's a conversation with a friend or looking at a photo of the thing or engaging with the possibility in some step one way, like trying the workout or booking the appointment or whatever it might be and noticing, is there a physical response of, yes, I want that. And if not, it might be a dumb smart goal, at least for you, or at least right now. The third time that I think smart goals can get dumb is when it's coming out of a not-self response. And what I mean by that is for generator energy types, we sometimes feel like we have to have a goal in every area of life and just do more, 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 whether we have the energy for it or not. But in reality, if it's not a priority, it doesn't need to have a goal and less is often more. Also for projectors, manifestors, and reflectors who absorb and amplify that doing energy from others, or also for anyone with a lot of openness in their chart for that matter, where you're taking in other people's ideas or willpower or survival instincts or whatever it might be. Is this something you actually want or are you taking on other people's expectations or setting a goal around something you think you quote unquote should do? The next time I think smart goals are dumb are when they ultimately prevent a pivot. And what I mean by that is when it forces us to do something even when we have lost our sacral energy for it or our authority has started to point out that it's not a good idea and we keep forcing ourselves to do it for the sake of completing it. So an example of this is one of my personal growth goals that I set this year was to complete all of the books in the book club I was a part of at the time. They read one book a month. But as we got into the last two months of the year, I just didn't like the books that she had chosen. And I was tempted to force myself through the last two just to say I did it. But life is too short to read books we don't like. And that ultimately created space for me to learn new things from different teachers that ended up being really impactful. Circling back to the goal of a weekly episode, I realized by the time I got to mid-year that I just had too many other projects going on, and so something that started as a passion project I really enjoy was draining my energy rather than re-energizing me. So this year, I decided to experiment with a new approach with two bi-weekly 10-episode seasons because that feels more sustainable. 
And you'll also hear more interviews this season because responding in conversation is just more energizing for me. And I share that just to say that if you set a goal this year or this month or whatever the window is that you're operating in right now that you find is draining your energy or feels like too much, it is okay to pivot or dial it back going forward. The final time when I think SMART goals are dumb are when we use them to try to force having a goal around an intention. I did this with money this year. I felt like I had to have a number because Denise Duffield Thomas said so. And by the goal's definition, I failed. But what I ultimately wanted was to have an intentional and abundant way of being around my money, which I very much had this year. And I also had a lot of fun experimenting with ways that money responds to a reason, which is another lesson learned, another episode for another time. But the point is that if I used the quote-unquote SMART goal as the only barometer, I was a financial failure this year, when in reality, I really enjoyed managing my money this year, and I had the money for everything I wanted to do, which is ultimately the greens I was going for. So if you're feeling like a sack of potatoes around goal setting this year, or you're feeling like you didn't accomplish as much as you would have liked, the first thought I'll leave you with is that there is more to life than your goals. You are allowed to give yourself grace here. You are allowed to pivot and your approach to goal setting itself is also allowed to change and evolve as you do. If you want to play with this on a practical level, Something fun to try is to look back at your photos and see what it shows you about all the amazing things that have happened. When I started my year in review process, I started by listing the highlights. And at first, all I could come up with in that initial vacuum was quitting my teaching job. And that apparently was the only thing that had happened all year. But of course, I knew that there was so much more to my year than that one milestone, which also was not a goal I started the year with. And looking back at my photos made me realize that most of the happiest memories I saw were not related to goals I set at the beginning of the year or the middle for that matter at all. Life is about a lot more than a goals list. Life is about more than what we are doing. It's about who we are being. And looking at those pictures also gave me something to respond to, which is really supportive for my fellow generator type friends. The second practical quick win thing you can try is to look back at your goals list if you'd like and notice what you achieved and what you did not and without judgment. For the goals you achieved, which ones did you start the year with and which ones popped up along the way? The point is that goals are allowed to change and you don't have to have your entire year figured out on January 1st. For the goals that you didn't achieve, how does it feel to look at that with a sense of curiosity rather than one of judgment? Did you intentionally archive that goal? Was it just not a priority or was it maybe a dumb smart goal in that it factored in outcomes you couldn't control or that you created in a vacuum or that you had no sacral response to? I found this recap of my own goals super supportive and started making myself a little yearbook slash year in review notion template to capture these highlights and insights, which I'm having a lot of fun creating. 
And if you'd like to have something like that, let me know. You can send me an email at hello at jengray.com and I'd be happy to share it with you. All of that said, if you're curious about how your human design impacts your goal setting or pivots you're hoping to make this year, I'd love to connect with you. You can book a free consult on my new website at jengray.com. That's Jen with two N's, gray with an A. Also in the show notes down below, if you'd rather just click it than spell it. Also, if any of your friends are also feeling like a sack of potatoes around goal setting, please feel free to share this episode with them or leave the show a quick review. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that your new year brings a sense of possibility that feels uniquely abundant and aligned for you. Thanks again for tuning in today. Happy New Year and bye for now. Thanks again for tuning in today. Did you like this episode? If so, I'd love if you shared it with a friend. You can also subscribe to get new episodes automatically and share your thoughts in a quick review. Before you go, check out the show notes below for links to all the resources we talked about today, including your first human design consult free at jennray.com.